0: This is an exclusive presentation of WoWO 1190 AM and 107.5 FM, Unholstered. Hey there, welcome on in here to Unholstered. I am one of your hosts, Kayla Blakesley.
1: Good morning, everyone. My name is Captain Sophia Rosales-Gatina. I am with the Fort Wayne Police Department, and welcome back to Unholstered.
0: Obviously, Sophia represents the side of policing here on this show. I represent the local media side. We have teamed up to bring you Unholstered to share and tell all of the stories that don't often get told when it comes to law enforcement. And Sophia, we had a, a lot, a, just a ton of feedback um, from our episode regarding um, Paul Pelosi and the 911 dispatch call. I myself learned a ton from that episode, but I've heard from a lot of our listeners who said they also gleaned a lot from that, uh, which is saying something because I forgot to upload our, our podcast of that show. On Friday, normally we have a new episode drop on the podcast every Friday. This one didn't get dropped just uh, until Monday, that following Monday. So I think that's saying a lot that listeners gleaned so much from it. But if you missed that episode, you can go download it anywhere. You can download a podcast, I promise. It's actually there this time. (laughs) Just search for uh, the word unholstered. And you can listen to any previous episodes of unholstered. I'm really geeked to get into today's topic. Finally, we're getting to today's topic. This is also a listener request. Um, it's all about everything that has to do with speeding. Yeah, speeding. And, Ooh, I don't everyone's know, favorite subject. Yeah, I don't know what's been in the water lately, but I've had so many listeners uh, either a physically come up to me and say this, say what I'm about to say, or b have have written us, emailed us, texted us, um, which you can text us at four six eight six two. Um, but the, it was first brought to my attention by a listener who is <laughs> who is actually fixing a flat tire on my car. Okay. Go figure. Uh, had to call for you know for help, and lo and behold. The gentleman that showed up was a listener, and he goes, Hey, I'm listening to you on Holstered, blah, blah, blah. And he started talking about speeding. He moved here from California like 10 years ago. And he said, I just cannot grasp driving in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I've been here for like a decade. He goes, It's so different than driving in California. And he goes, It seems like everyone around here speeds. And police officers don't do anything about it. He goes, I feel like you can buzz through stop signs and through lights and no one does anything about it. And I said, well, that's odd. I don't feel like I've had the same experiences because I have got a speeding ticket in Uh. Fort Wayne. Um, (laughs) My husband just recently uh, got pulled over. He did get let off with a warning. Thank you, Fort Wayne PD, for that. Um, But so, so I have not had similar experiences. However, I then... All of a sudden, like out of the woodwork, all of these listeners came in with like speeding questions. And I don't know if that's because we're coming off the holidays and people are getting back out the the weather's warming up and not quite as crappy out. I'm not really quite sure why all the listener texts and emails and comments about speeding. But here we are, Sophia. I'd be dying to hear what your thoughts are on the fact that the FWPD does nothing about speeding. Well,
1: (laughs) this is a huge subject. Um, Do you guys hear a lot about this, too? This is probably one of the number one complaints really? citywide from people. And it when it comes to, like, quality of life issues, um, a lot of people talk about, you know, violent crime, those kinds of things, robbery, burglary stuff. But I think really when you get down to it, there's two things that always people had always historically complained about since I've been a police officer here for 28 years. It was... Back in the day when I first started, it was loud music, so the Hmm. thumping bass of loud music. That is annoying. And that has kind of curtailed a little bit, I can say, over the past few years, Um, but speeding is the number two uh, in traffic-related complaints, so stopping
0: uh, at stop stop signs, signs,
1: running red lights, those kinds of things. And over the years, we've set up special details to handle some of these things, but as Fort Wayne has infinitely grown larger... We haven't really grown as a police department, and this, is, and this will be my opinion, at the rate we probably should have for the people that are coming into this community. So we're asked every year to do more with less, mm-hmm. more with less, more with less. And one of those things that kind of falls to the wayside, even though we don't want it to, are traffic stops. Now, <clears throat> we still make them. I have stats for last year, and it looks like we've made seventeen thousand three hundred and three. Wow, that seems like a lot. And of that seventeen thousand three hundred and three, two thousand eight hundred and eight were for speeding.
0: So you do write speeding tickets.
1: We do write speeding tickets,
0: (laughs) despite what some (laughs) listeners think. So, doing some quick math, you're the math whiz, not me. How many? How many is that? Maybe for perspective, a day. If we round up, um, it'll be about eight per day. So eight speeding tickets written every day. For the year, for the year,
1: and when you break it down to it's just patrol officers making those traffic stops, and then we have some special units like gang or street crimes that will make traffic stops as well. You're talking maybe 200 people doing this work in between calls for service, and wow. you know, as we've had on the show before, we've had anywhere between 130 to 140 thousand calls for service. Mm-hmm. So. We have a lot of work that we're doing, and sometimes for us, traffic gets put to the wayside because we're just busy doing other things. We just don't have the personnel to keep up.
0: So, and I think the other, this is what I was thinking about, like, for example, the other day, my husband, truly, this was like three weeks ago, got pulled over for speeding. He was technically, he was going 11 over. It's not like he was flying, and I feel like kind of the rule of thumb is like. 10 and below, you're okay.
1: (laughs) 10 and over, (laughs) that's when, you know. I have no comment.
0: Yeah, no comment. I mean, I said it, not you. Uh, And and the officer did let him off for a warning. But I kind of joked with my husband, and I said, yeah, maybe he didn't have time to actually write you the formal ticket. If that's the case, I'm glad he was in a hurry or didn't have the time. But it really did get me thinking ahead of today's episode, because I know we've kind of touched on this before. The actual time, too, that it does take at a traffic stop to conduct that traffic stop and to physically write that ticket and do everything that you need to do.
1: Yeah, so basically it's when you're stopping the car, you have to run the check, make sure the driver is licensed, and that license is valid. You have to run the plate on the car to make sure the plate actually comes back to the car. A lot of times people don't carry their registration or their driver's license, so then that takes a little extra work for the officer to make sure this person is who they say they are. And those are two things that you should have. Really, I see you run
0: into that a lot. I feel like that's the like time. a
1: golden rule. Yeah, it should. Right, you would think it's common sense. Well, if I'm going to drive a car, let me take my driver's license. But a lot of times, people leave it behind for some reason. They've lost it, or forgot to grab my purse. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to grab my purse. Forgot to grab my wallet. What have you? Um, I can see that. I but suppose. those are like issues you can get tickets for, mm-hmm. uh, not having a driver's license when required, and then registration not being present in the vehicle. So we have to we have to make sure that those things are all on the up and up. And then if you have to write the ticket, that takes a little extra time. There's also electronic ticketing a lot of officers have, but not everyone has that, um, where you just kind of a barcode, the back of the driver's license, and everything propagates, and you can print out a ticket without having to write anything. Huh. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> yeah. There's, and then we have a few uh systems like that. But like I said, it's not every officer. We probably just have a few on each shift in each quadrant.
0: So is it true then? That, I mean, I, with what you just said in the numbers, you've only got about, like, 200 officers handling all of these calls there's about over 17,000 right when it comes to traffic 17,000 traffic stops traffic stops and then well over 140,000 calls for just general service service. let's take
1: out the 17,000 from that so what 137 I don't know 34
0: (laughs) so then is it true because this is is what listeners also like to say a lot oh the, the cops are just post up waiting to catch me to speed which kind of contradicts the hey they don't stop me for speeding um a little bit, but is that true? I mean, do you have have some of these fellows sitting out there waiting to catch speeders?
1: Yeah. So each quadrant is responsible for the complaints that come in it, because each quadrant has different needs of service. So when so I'm the captain of the southeast. Hmm. So when people call in with a bunch of speeding complaints in a certain area, then I will direct my people to I like, see. hey, you know, we're having this concern of speeding over here. Can you guys just keep an eye on it? Mm-hmm. And some of them will sit up, and some of them have like sit up in certain areas where. People are just flying and we've gotten repeated calls for speeding or bus stop passing or something like that. It depends. Um, a lot of times um, it happens where, where a road gets newly paved. Then people think it's the German Autobahn and they yeah. can just drive however they want on it. So when we get those kind of complaints, I, like I said, I direct our People And then it's up to them to make those decide whether or not someone's going to get a ticket or or um, if they're going to have time to sit up there. And sometimes we do run special um, details where it's speed and seatbelt enforcement or OWI enforcement or something like that. So they'll run radar to actually initiate the probable cause for a stop um, and then do what they need to do.
0: So then, okay, you're talking about, then they'll make that decision whether or not they pull someone over for speeding. What goes into that decision making process? Because, like I said, my husband just got pulled over. He was going 11 over. I I don't, again, I don't know what that decision process is. Is there not a certain threshold that if you, hey, if you're going this fast,
1: we're going to ticket you? How does that work? It's different for every officer. We all have discretion in those kind of decisions. So it also basically boils down to how um, that that traffic stop goes. So yeah. sometimes, a lot of times when people are stopped, um, they end up having warrants, they end up having other things. So, you know, you have to establish a probable cause for the stop. So there would be speeding that you actually stop them for. And it doesn't matter if it's one over or 20 over, mm-hmm. you know, that this, the fact is, is you were going over the so speed limit. So you
0: could be going one off, one over, and there are officers out there who are going to nab you for that? Yes. Oh, come on. And we
1: have officers that will write a ticket no matter what. It doesn't matter what your what? excuse is. You will get a ticket. And that's okay. You know, that's how they've decided to do their job. Yeah. Um, and then others, you know, like myself included, I, I would always weigh what the situation is, yeah. you know. Um, I was just going
0: to ask, I was like, how do you decide whether or not you're writing that ticket? You know,
1: I have in my head like a threshold that yeah. I would tolerate for speed. Yeah. Because um, I take into mind my own driving. Well, and probably location, <laughs> you know? right? You take, yeah, you take and into complaints, mind. Yeah. Um, things like that. What did you do? Did you pass a school bus right. speeding? Did you, Or is this a heavily... Um, populated area or is it school time? You know, there's so many things that go into my decision making personally when I'm when I went to go write a speeding ticket. Uh, but I didn't really write a whole lot of those because um, usually if you're doing that, there's a, when I found when I was making those stops, there was other so many other things that to be writing on other than the speeding. And I, and I choose to give breaks. Yeah. Um, you know, I can look and I can see, you know what, you probably don't look like you have a lot of money. your car seat's old, um, your child doesn't have, like, newer clothes, and, you know, you're telling me, you know, you're having a hard time. And maybe that's true, maybe it's not. Maybe people got one over on me. But, um, you know, you can just kind of get the feel if someone's Mm -hmm. just having a really difficult time with something, and I would extend a lot of breaks in in that regard. And, you know, it's not like I ever worked in a very affluent side of town. right? Um, So a lot of people in the areas that I worked – did have issues with money or, and they're just trying to make ends meet. And I took, always took that into consideration and that's okay too. That's my discretion to, right, to have. Right. And the other officers didn't matter what your sob story was. They were going to issue you a ticket. And again, that's their discretion as well. To I do. like the whole grace philosophy that you got <laughs> going on, Sophia. I'm you not going to lie. I, I just tend to err on that side. I, I I know people struggle. You know, I remember my parents, you know, struggling at times. Yeah. Um, so you know, everyone deserves a break now and again.
0: Well, it's and it's one of those things too. We're we're all
1: guilty of it.
0: Let's be very clear. Even I, will yeah, like I will raise my hand high. I will raise my hand. high. These police officers that you go one over and you're still issuing tickets, and it's like, come on, bro, come on, sis, yeah. you haven't gone one over before in your entire life yeah. because I'm... you are running five minutes late. Not that that's going to make a darn but a difference. But yeah. I mean, I'm just, that's my point. We've all done it. We've all been there. Whether it's one mile per hour or it's. 20 miles per hour over the speed limit. Okay, I haven't I don't think I've ever gone that fast over the speed limit. But we've all been speeding to yeah. some extent, especially
1: highway driving.
0: Yeah, especially um, you just and, and it happens a lot. You're yeah. going with the flow of traffic and the next
1: thing you know, boom. Yeah. And you especially know. you have a nice newer car. They ride so smooth and yeah. so nicely. It's like, man, I'm going 90. I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah. So at what point is there, can you ever be, you know,
0: can your license be suspended for speeding or can you ever, uh, I don't know, have your license completely revoked, go to jail, I don't know, for speeding? What are worst case scenarios? Uh,
1: it depends on the speed um, and kind of what's kind of going on. So obviously passing the school bus recklessly at a high rate of speed, um, that can earn you several points. Um, having several tickets can earn you a suspended license until you go to dri- defensive driving training. Um, depending on how fast you were going, could be reckless driving, could be jailable. Um, so there's lots of variations there that hmm. you can have regarding speeding. Um, so it's it's kind of one of those things where... Um, it's hard to answer that particular yeah. question because there's just so many variables that happen. Um, Same
0: with points on your license, then, right? Yeah, that's, those are all added on, just reflected on. Said fine and, and speed, and again, variables. Yeah, it
1: depends on the what what you're getting the ticket for. So, like, not moving over when you see an emergency vehicle yeah. or tow truck in that lane. Can I think it's like six to eight, six or eight points. So that's whoa, huge. is it really? Yeah, they really take that seriously. This happened to
0: this happened to to me yesterday. I'm driving home um, down 69. I'm heading south. I'd picked up my daughter from her daycare. And kind of came over, came off the exchange a little bit, and there's a, and I didn't see there was a, a vehicle off the side. And, and I went, oh, geez, and moved over to the other lane, and my, da- my daughter goes, she's two. She goes, you okay, mama? I'm like, I'm okay, <laughs> but that car is not okay. You know, I said, whatever I said, I don't know. But— Yes, and, and I know in that event you have to move if you can. Yes, and if you can't, just you slow can, down. slow down, yeah. slow down. Um, I did move over, but, that, I mean, that just happened to me. I didn't realize you can face that many points. Yeah, it's a Holy huge cow. point
1: um, system for that, and it, and it is because it's so important that people do that. Um, I've been on the back end of almost being hit on 69, and boy, I really am—praise the state troopers, because yeah. I would never want that job, because people are not paying attention on that highway, and— I was it was the middle of the night and I almost got struck. So you're not not even broad daylight. I mean, literally, I had to jump into the ravine because I thought I was going to be struck.
0: Man, I tell you what, I worked um, over in Ohio at the ODOT for like a year of my life. Um, And I'm sure it's the same at dots all across the country. But I was on pot filling or pothole filling duty uh, at one point. And even through those construction zones where you've got bright orange cones, (laughs) you've got big flashing lights, um, lots of huge machinery out there. And I'm telling you, cars still go whizzing by. My hair's flying. My vest is flying. And I'm like, "Jesus!" Like, I, I am, like, two right feet there. from your car. Yeah. Is it that much to ask you to, you know, to, to slow move down? Over. But, yeah, or to move <laughs> over. But kind of yeah. to your point, um, again, I'm obviously not law enforcement, but I did stand out there on the side of, you know, 270
1: through Columbus. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. this is insane. Insane for those uh, traffic workers like that, those points, if, if it's, you're caught speeding in yeah. that, in that construction zone are, are really big, um, and rightly so. Um, we need to protect our people who are out there trying to make this commute for us a little bit better, a little bit safer, a little bit uh, less damaging to our cars.
0: So, okay, what about paying for your speeding ticket? Because I know a lot of times people try to fight their speeding ticket. Well, no, I wasn't actually going. 55 and a 45. How does that work?
1: So, um, yeah, you can fight that in court. So what you'll do is whenever you're issued a ticket, on the bottom of the ticket, there's a court date set for you. We set that date. Um, We always encourage people, hey, look at this date. If you cannot pay or appear... On this date, then you need to call this number. Just do not let it go because they will issue a warrant for your arrest. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, you you can always pay that ticket if you, you know you're like just going to suck it up and say, "Yep, I was speeding." I agree. Uh, you can always go in and you can pay that ticket at any time before that date. Um, if you want to go in, there's also a thing called pretrial diversion, so you can go in and request that, and you can kind of keep this ticket off your insurance record. Hmm. So you have to go. Up, I don't know know what it is. Um, so many months without another speeding ticket, and then it kind of just disappears. You still have to pay a fine, and like I think like it's a thirty dollars charge. Yeah. Um, but as long as you don't get another ticket, it never goes to your insurance company. Um, oh, which might be a good benefit for for kids and teenagers. Yeah, uh, we all sure know what is. that. Sure. Kind is. Of I, is. I got my like. very
0: first speeding ticket. <laughs> I think two weeks after I had my my I license. Love- <laughs> Kayla <laughs> learned that lesson <laughs> right away. It was a hefty one. Right. It was like one hundred and fifty dollars. I remember which. That's
1: a lot of money, especially for it, it a sixteen-year-old. Yeah. But like, you probably learned.
0: I did. I learned yes. my lesson. I actually joke all the time. I'm thankful that I got pulled yeah. over when I got pulled over, and I learned my lesson
1: very quickly. Yeah, and if you do want to argue it, you can call that number. They'll set a court date for you, and then you can peer in court. Yeah, but do you really? Is, I guess that's
0: my thing. Do you really even stand a chance arguing? It? Because obviously, y'all are clocking us in. I mean, you're able to show that radar that I was going 55 and a 45. It's not really my word versus yours at that point.
1: Yeah, I I've never been. To, I, I've only been to a handful of traffic stuff where someone's actually won. I and it wasn't my stuff. I'm just sitting in court while other people right. are playing out some stuff, and I don't even remember what it was. But it's not very often. Um, but like I said, you have your day in court. The time to argue that ticket is not at the traffic stop. Yeah. If you want to argue the ticket, do it in court because the longer you sit alongside that roadway, the more dangerous it is for the officer, and the more dangerous it is dangerous it is for you um because we all know people don't pay attention they're speeding through they're on their phone yeah. they're eating they're doing makeup they're doing all the things they shouldn't be doing while driving um and not paying attention well that's so.
0: kind of a great segue i mean i think a lot of us know the dangers of speeding and what kind of um tragedies can re- can result from speeding but can we talk about those some too? what you see on a regular basis that you're getting calls for that are all repercussions of speeding
1: um, well, as I drive in my personal vehicle, as I'm on light duty status right now, um, I'm seeing a lot of just poor driving, period. Yeah. Um, not not even including speeding, um, although I see a lot of that as well. But just people tailgating – um, like the other, yesterday I Road was, rage is real. I was following this car and I'm like watching him and I'm like, man, this guy get off this dude's bumper. Right. I'm like, geez. Yeah. And then he just kept, and he moved lane to lane and he couldn't get any further because everybody was driving an actual speed limit. And so I'm just watching him going back and forth. And, and then finally he kind of veered off and got, got in front of some car and took off, um, speeding. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, so I see a lot of things like that. Um, I see a lot of red light running. Um, blatant red light not the kind where it's yellow do I stop do I go do I stop do I go but like blatantly just blowing through red lights Um, and you know not stopping at stop signs it just seems everybody's distracted or in a really big hurry. And I'm not going to lie and say I'm not cussing behind my. It's like, get moving. Yeah. You know? Oh, you're know. you not course. even driving the speed limit. It's like 45 and we're doing 38. Yeah, yeah. At least do the speed limit. So th- that's my frustration um, when it comes to driving. Uh, but I just see so many things going on when I'm in my personal vehicle. And people are very reluctant to do that when you're in your Mark's squad. Of course. You I know? so, don't see
0: as much of it when you are in your I Mars don't squad.
1: see as much of it because people are more behaved because yeah. I'm right there. But really this is a self-responsibility thing. You should be well-behaved no matter if I'm there or not.
0: You know, I guess, you know, we talked a lot about speeding back when we had a couple of different accidents near Blackhawk Middle School, Mm -hmm. which is a school around Northeast Indiana where we're from, around the Fort Wayne area. And which I think speeding in school zone, there's just like never an excuse for that. I don't care what kind of hurry you are in when you knowingly know kiddos are out walking and crossing the street. There's just no excuse for it. But what I can't figure out is any excuse good enough for speeding in general um If I am pregnant in the front seat of my car, which is a real life story, and we're driving to the hospital, of course, I'm telling my husband, "Go, baby, go, get me there as soon as right. you can." Um, I, I, so I, I suppose some kind of medical emergency, I suppose, I could justify speeding, but are there any cases where you you the, the police officer could justify the
1: speeding? As a police officer or, yeah. or as like a civilian? Maybe both. I guess I kind of want both responses. So we get a lot of complaints about officers driving too fast. Oh, um, you do? about? We do when they're not on an emergency run. So the priority ones are lights and sirens response, right? So we're going to be speeding. We're going to be going through red lights, lights and sirens. Yeah. And then we have the priority two, right, that may be. Um, a domestic that's heated, but not to the level of a priority one, right? Hmm. So our officers are trying to get there as quickly as okay. possible. Um, so we get, a lot of complaints. we get a lot of complaints on things like that. So in and, and my response is, look, we still have to use due regard. We're still responsible yeah. for our own actions. We still are held liable on a personal level if we if what we do is so reckless, like we've talked about that before. Um, when we talked about pursuit driving, right. we're still responsible, whether it's lights or sirens or not, for how we drive in the due regard that we have for people around us. But I always tell people, I'm like, if that's you, do you want them there as quickly as possible? Sure and we we want to do it safely, obviously, and we're not going if to, we, if we need to reprimand someone for you know, running red lights without their lights and sirens on or that kind of stuff. We, you know, we'll certainly handle Mm -hmm. that. And I don't get a lot of complaints about that. Usually it's just speed. And sometimes it's just going from place to place fast to get somewhere where it's not a party one, but it's still a party two and we're concerned. That's
0: such good perspective because I'm not going to lie. There's been a moment when I've seen a a police officer, a car car going buzzing right by me. And I'm like, oh, must be nice. You know, you kind of have this. preconceived notion about it that they're just going to lunch when really I have no idea what where they're actually going or what yeah. they're doing and if they are running to a priority two domestic and they're trying to get there as quickly as possible. So to, for at least for me, I'll admit it, that's some good perspective. Yeah, and we always have. tell
1: them not to do that unless they have to. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they're Everybody's human different. beings, too, yeah. and they're going sometimes, to sometimes do so. But what I do get a lot of – I do complaints about officers that are with traffic issues and stuff. People do call in, and that's fine that you do, and I will have a chat with at least my, my people. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, Sophia, the civilian – say that five times fast – Justified reasons for speeding. Are there any?
1: <sighs> um, Barring the medical emergency, probably not. I was trying um, to think of if there's – you know, some I will say sometimes though, and and this is me personally when I come off like especially I have family in Michigan, so we go up to Michigan a lot, mm-hmm. and come go, drive, highway driving and then getting back to the street driving, yeah, that adjustment sometimes for me takes time, and it's like oh my gosh, I'm going <laughs> way too fast, yeah, um, but I always tell my kids don't drive like your mother. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so then okay, uh, yeah. then this
1: is the really real question then for Sophia the civilian, okay. Have you ever had any speeding tickets? I have never had a speeding ticket.
0: Wow. Even when you're, like, you're younger I Even mean, when I was
1: younger, I ne- I've I'm never impressed. had one. I, I, I take that back. I did get a warning okay. once, um, and that was, like, a couple years ago. Again, going from— oh, Wait. You, just, you got a warning a I couple years a ago? You were a police officer still a couple yeah. years ago. How would that go yes. over? Um, he, he was just giving me a warning because I, I came right again, just what I said happened. I came off of a highway driving into it was a smaller town, into yeah. the town and I was still going too fast. He pulled me over and I'm like and I legitimately was lost because I didn't have my, my GPS wasn't working. I we were too rural. I think I yeah. lost signal and it wasn't working, so I I didn't turn off where I was supposed to turn off and I'm like mm, I'm yeah. angry yeah. and I'm like, yeah. I'm just driving fast because I'm like trying to figure out where I am. And the officer pulled me over and, and, you know, he's like, what's going on? I'm like, I, well, first of all, I'm lost. I'm trying to get to the airport. I have to pick up uh, a friend of mine and I, I can't. I was going to some off place in Ohio. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you, though, you know what? That's a really good point because we have family in Ohio. My husband used to live in Ohio. So I did a lot of driving back and forth between Indiana and Ohio. And I'm originally from Pennsylvania. So, but those first few drives to Ohio when my husband moved there, you're right. You're going, you know, Fifty-five, sixty-five, 65 coming off a highway down into like a smaller town and and you're right it's like i'm looking around i'm trying like is that the road i need i can't quite see what's yeah. the name of that one where exactly am i at that has happened to me i've never been pulled over but i know darn well i'm at least going ten, fifteen over at yeah. that time
1: and totally my to fault my right yeah. I, I should have gotten the ticket i should, could have gotten the ticket he gave me some grades. did you tell him you were a police I did officer not. Oh, i wow. did not um but he he just gave me a little bit of grace there, so, um, I was happy about that. Would you have told him if you if i don't you... I don't like to, yeah, um, I just so we like you so yeah, far. I know i i would i I'm just not that way. Well, I mean there are plenty of people that are but I'm just not.
0: Well, that's again, that's why we like you and appreciate you, Sophia. And if you see Sophia coming to pull you over, work up a really good sob story. I feel like that's what I really learned today. Oh yeah, I mean,
1: you know, I am a soft-hearted person these days. Um I'm not as hard as I used to be.
0: You're still you're still pretty you have your hard spots. I'm oh, I'm sure, sure I still. do and I'm
1: sure people could attest to.
0: So I'm excited um Well, we're going to go from hard to soft, I guess, coming up next week. I'm excited for who you've got lined up for us.
1: We do. Uh, I'm I'm glad, too. Um, We have uh, Richard Hartman coming. He's a chaplain with our Fort Wayne Police Department chaplaincy program. He kind of is the head chaplain for that program and has really built that program up. And it's served our officers in this community in such a profound way. And I can't wait to have him on to share some of that.
0: This is another one of those programs. I mean, we talk about him a lot here on Unholstered. But, A, that... I didn't even know that we have. And B, it's another one of those. again, we are so lucky to have it. We are. Because not many police departments across the country have this particular kind of program. And In fact, doesn't have a lot of the ones that we are blessed to have here in Fort Wayne. Right. So I, too, I'm really anxious to bring him on. Um, we'll do that next weekend here on Unholstered. In the meantime, if you've missed any previous episodes of Unholstered, you can download us anywhere you download a podcast. Your town, your team, your topics. This is Unholstered. Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. And remember, you can listen every Saturday morning at 10:30 on WoWo 1190 and 1075 FM.
1: Podcasts by Federated Media.